Welcome to the Jewelers Podcast, the podcast that talks to jewelers, retailers, and industry supporters about their experiences and insights into the jewelry industry. The Jewelers Podcast is proudly brought to you by the sponsors of the Jewelry Industry Virtual Fair. Book your tickets at www.jewelryindustryfair.com. G'day, everybody, and welcome to the Jewelers Podcast. Um, for those of you who don't know much about Brett and myself, we thought we'd give you a little bit of a, a little bit of an intro into who we are and who you're listening to every time you tune into the Jewelers Podcast. Hey, Brett, how you going? Yeah, yeah, I, I, spot on there, Laura. Like um, sometimes we forget because we know so many people in in the industry. There's plenty of people that listen that that don't know who we are. Uh, so I guess maybe we start with how you and I met each other. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure how many years ago that was now, but um, every now and then I get a, I get a pop up on Facebook with a with an old JA photo and it's got it, you yeah. and I in it. And, <laughs> and, uh, and it's, uh, you know, showing that it was a long time ago that we yeah. met. Yeah. So it, it was at the yeah, Jules Association of Australia meetings was the original face to face, but yeah. we might have even met online through Young Jules Group prior to that. I'm not even sure, but it, yeah, it's probably. been some time. So we uh, were both on the council together, weren't we? So the so the yeah, National Association, Advisory Council. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the NIAC, the National Advisory Council, the Jewel Association had a uh, had a group of uh, leading minds at the time, really, that were pulled together from every facet of the industry. And you were representing um, manufacturing jewelers, and I was representing suppliers at that stage. Yeah, yeah, and, and I yeah. guess that sort of leads into to our our backgrounds because I think that's why we complement each other so well. Is you've got your business and marketing and, and then I'm the, the trade jeweler side of things. So I've got the bench skills. So I think that's how we've, we've always melded so well together to come together for this podcast as well as yeah. some other projects. So what did you, you started off obviously studying um, manufacturing jewelry, Fred, and then you yeah. opened your business. What year was that? Yeah. So it, it's funny when I try to tell people my background, because I, I worked in so many different workshops over the years as, as well as, I worked in Ireland in jewellery as well. You um, worked in Ireland? I, I knew that. Oh, yeah, no, I yeah. did know that. I did yeah, know that. Not long before I met you. So, <laughs> um, yes, I've worked in a few different workshops along the along the way. And then, of course, you and I, owners of the Young Jewellers Group, so we met when we were apprentices. Uh, so then that brought me into the, yeah, that opened up a lot of doors for me, really. Uh, it's been a lot of work running Young Jewellers Group, but but that's also opened up a lot of opportunities and hence JA and then meeting you. And now here we are today doing this. So, yeah. Um, but what about you? How did you end up on the jewelry spectrum? Well, I never, I never studied jewelry. I wish I was a jeweler. I always had aspirations to make jewelry and I, I actually tinkered with um, beads and findings and castings when I was in high school um, as, and worked in a, in a bead shop when I was in high school and I, I fell in love with jewellery then but never thought it would be a potential career industry move for me but I, I actually got into marketing and did a degree in marketing and then I, I was lucky enough to get a job with Peter W Beck um, straight out of uni in their marketing department and was promoted to marketing manager within I think it was within 18 months and was there for 10 years so um, yeah was was very much entrenched and my whole sort of career was was established in the jewelry industry, and I absolutely fell in love with it. So um, obviously through there, there I was uh, went to the JA and um, worked a fair bit with education. I did a lot of lobbying, government as well, and looked at 
uh, options for manufacturing jewelers and manufacturing um, plants and um, education sort of pathways and and that's challenging, I have to say, but, you know, we did a lot of work um, in that space at the time. And, and now we're, we're here with the podcast and, and I've got two of my own businesses now too, which is hard work, but great yeah. fun. We're well and truly bitten by the jewellery bug, which is, isn't hard yeah. to do. <laughs> most of us that step foot into the jewellery industry, it's hard to leave. That's right. That's right. For better or for worse. We, um... You think of that passion under your skin, I think, and find, you know, I think just it spurs you on meeting people. Uh, you know, we've just, we've just recorded a podcast um, that will be released at some stage. And it, every time we meet somebody new that's in the industry that has that jewellery passion, it is so hard to uh, not be inspired by that. Yeah. And that's what I love about this industry is that it's, it's not about, you know, climbing a ladder or being, you know, ridiculously wealthy or having a status symbol about you. It's about owning a craft and giving something to the person that you're giving your your product to that is going to fall in love with the piece that you made from scratch and I think that's a beautiful thing in itself being having that trade and putting your heart and soul and your passion into a piece of jewelry that somebody then owns as their own and has their own passion around it I think that's a really beautiful thing yeah jewelry is such a sentimental thing it means so much to people so it's, it's quite a special industry to be in is mm. um, you're giving or making something for somebody that's going to be worn for hopefully the rest of their life exactly if not for yeah. a period of time or every day and um yeah it's one of those industries that's really about the people uh, and there's so many good people in the industry as well mm, there are yeah so it's the like even when you talk to the buying groups they're all about the people and who who support each other and get together and share ideas and then you've got the people you're meeting in your stores and and the relationships you create with them uh, and the happiness they have when they come to collect their piece and or in my particular situation when I sit down and design with a customer and it's pulling the, those ideas out of their personality to meld with my own and it's, yeah. it's quite a special yeah, yeah quite, a, quite a special job that we have yeah I think so too I you know and, and from my perspective um you know all I want to see in the industry is for it to really thrive and I think that because of the incredible skill set and passion that Australian jewelers have we have a real ability to uh, to be a inspirational country in this category and be looked upon as one of the best in the world mm. um, so I, I sort of have that in my own head is as one of my missions is to help the jewelry industry become uh, that status symbol in the world as, as being one of the best in the world, Australia and New Zealand, Australasia as a as a as a collective. So, um, you know, I think it's it's um it's a bit aspirational. It will take some time, but it's definitely uh, it's definitely something that I think you and I are both really keen to see happen. Yep. Is, is that yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah? The internet makes it so much easier these days too. Like, um, from the manufacturing point of view and, and Young Jewels Group, I, I see how much. The Australian manufacturers are looked up to now from Americans and such because they see what quality of jewellery we're making here. Uh, where before we were probably an afterthought, people didn't really think of what we were doing down that other side of the world there, like this little yeah. corner, and we didn't have the population to be they're really championing ourselves yet. But I think now it's becoming a lot easier. Um, like I personally, like I've just made a job somebody in america i'm making one for somebody in singapore at the moment uh and i'm not alone in that a lot of jewelers are sending their wares 
all yeah. around the world. Like we're not just making for our local communities anymore. And a lot of that is social media, websites, like the, the internet's opened those doors and made it so much yeah. easier. I think too, like as an industry, um, you know, Australia, the, the jewellery industry in Australia has so many facets that it helps support the Australian economy. Oh, and yeah. the, the bigger we can be and the more successful the Australian jewellery industry can be, the more influential and more, uh, yeah, yeah, more influential we can be over the Australian economy because we, we feed straight into retail, we feed straight into manufacturing, we feed straight into education and mm-hmm. feed straight into Australian resources. And there's all these offshoots of industry sectors that are supported by our industry. And we need to, to keep growing and to keep sort of fostering those um, that the growth within the industry. And I think that's um, great that we're starting yeah. to see more people acknowledge that from overseas. Yeah, because it's overlooked. People don't often step back and look at how vast the jewellery industry is. They're probably just thinking the, the stores they see when they go to the to do their groceries. And, the, you know, there might be anywhere from two, three, five, six, who knows how many jewellery stores in a, in a shopping centre. Um, it's like, like how many other industries have that many retail yeah. stores in a shopping centre? And then how far out does that filter into, as you're saying, other arms of the industry? It's yeah, enormous reach. Yeah, yeah, no, it really is. I think we've got, um, uh, you've got a really beautiful uh, industry to work on, which is which is good yeah. fun. <laughs> That's all very fluffy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's That's true it comes from a good place yeah well that's i think it's the thing about about you and me when we talk about anything to do with the jewelry industry it's it's always from the heart Mm. um i think that almost gets in the way of business sometimes because we're very passionate about what we can do to help and also what other people uh, need us for and um, and how you know sort of how we can sort of help the future of the industry so it's um, yeah might always sound a, a bit um, aspirational from us the two of us but we are yeah. very passionate about it yeah well look if it, if it inspires somebody who's listening because it can and, and of course again I always come from the manufacturer's point of view because that's what I relate to but a lot of us are on our own and we might be even if we're not on your own, you might be in a workshop with your headphones on. It's quite solitary. You're not talking to a lot of people, and it's easy to get a bit down at times in jewelry. It's, it's not a not an easy job. Um, or you might be a retailer who's having a tough time with COVID. It's it's good to know you're not alone. Uh, yeah, it is I a think, strong industry, and it's yeah. And I think too for people that are listening, you know, we're we're at, we're here. Um, you know, Brett and I are here. The Young Jewelers Group is here. The the events that we're putting together and the resources that we're putting together is are here to support you. So Brett and I and um, and Jewelry World magazine and also the obviously the Young Jewelers Group have um, recently had a, a virtual um, industry fair. So we are building assets for the industry to help it um, help it connect and help it survive and help it thrive. So you know we 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 are here for you if you are listening in and um, and want to get in touch um please message us or send us an email or you know whatever you you would like to do to get in touch with us and and we're here to listen yeah because we're, we're, that's pretty well spot on we're not staying stagnant they, uh, we're trying to keep evolving and stay ahead of things and keep the industry moving yeah 100 percent. i think from from my point of view with um you know more of obviously a business side as opposed to a manufacturing jewelry side although i've got a lot of experience with manufacturing as well um you know i can definitely see 
so many opportunities from a business point of view with the jewellery industry. I think it's really um, almost an untapped uh, industry in regards to, to what more we can do um, to, to further each business. And I'm not just talking about the bigger businesses, but everything from your local smaller scale, you know, studio uh, in the back of the house type, type jewellery jeweller to the larger scale ones. There's so much opportunity out there. Mm. Um, so giving, giving everybody tools and resources to learn is, is um, part of the, the work that we're doing as well. Yeah, to be successful, to not drown in business, because it's easy to get caught up with the business side of having a business. You know I mean? it's yeah. Away from actually just you know, being on the floor, making your sales and whatnot. Um, and keeping your passion alive. Yeah, yeah. You don't want, you don't want to get ground into the ground. Into the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. It's true. Brett, I love working with you. I think you're a great, great bloke. So I appreciate our, our many years as mates and as colleagues. <laughs> it's mutual. And I think that's why it's so easy. So um, yeah. yeah, many more, many more podcasts. Many more, <laughs> to many more. I, I'm many more Zoom meetings. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I'm looking forward to us um, traveling and yeah. bringing our mics and catching up with people face-to-face. -face. I want to start seeing some studios. I would love to start yeah. seeing some, some, um, some people's workspaces and, and yeah, and invading their personal space so that we can record them. <laughs> yeah, I think we might have to open up that YouTube channel and do some uh, workshop tours, I think. Yeah, let's Meet do that. face to face when we're, we're allowed to get out and about a bit more. That's right. Hopefully yeah. Christmas, post-Christmas will be a bit easier. But uh, If anyone yeah. likes that idea of us invading people's workshops and putting it all on YouTube, let us know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose after they've had their good Christmas cleanup, the, the December rush is done. Everything's nice and wiped down, no dust, no dirt. It's probably prime time. Yeah, and on that note, it's almost Christmas. So uh, Brett and I are going to take a little bit of a break over the next couple of weeks. And we'll be back with you in 2021 with some brand new episodes. If you do have a business that you would like to chat to us about um, and are wanting to be on the podcast and share your stories and your jewellery experiences, please make sure you get in touch with us at uh, The Jewellers Podcast on Facebook or The Jewellers Podcast on Instagram both channels you can reach us and message us uh, through those two areas and we'd love to hear from you so stay safe everybody have a fantastic Christmas break and we'll see you next year well, thanks again for joining us here at the Jewelers Podcast and Merry Christmas thanks for joining us on the Jewelers Podcast if you'd like to know more about how to be part of the Jewelers Podcast head to our Facebook or Instagram page see you next time